nice coffee. Yeah. I got no beers today. I got a beer. How's my hair? Just took my toque off. It's not toque weather. No, it's kind of weird that you're wearing a toque. Yeah, it was just around. Keeps my hair together. I busted Hat the, the hats job. Gotta bust a, a bandana. You don't yeah. wear hats. I didn't even put sunscreen on. I'm definitely gonna burn. We're gonna watch me slowly burn throughout this podcast, except Tyler, because he doesn't burn. I don't burn. Never had a burn. sunburn in my entire life. Alright, welcome to We're Doing Podcast. My name is Brandon McIntosh. Welcome to my backyard. We're in the hey, backyard. We're outside. Much, it's not much. You'll hear birds chirping. Cars driving Cars by. passing. Other than that. Maybe uh, a drunk guy cutting his lawn. No, that guy moved out. Um, that guy's not there anymore? <laughs> the property behind me uh, has had quite the character. That guy was shirtless in February. Yeah, he's shirtless most of the time. <laughs> he's my own Randy. Got my own Randy out here. Fucking my own just old drunk Burt Kreischer wandering out. He used to have gigantic fires. Like, I didn't even need, I don't need a fireplace. I would just put my chair here, enjoy the heat. I'm pretty sure he was burning bodies or something. I wasn't, uh, he was kind of a sketchy dude. But he moved out? Is yeah. Is that place empty now? Yeah. Well, they're cleaning it out. I think they're going to either sell it or turn it into another condo. Oh, that's build what, build another condo around it. Yeah. Everything's being taken over by condos now. That's oh, that funny. sun is so fucking nice. We good. we talk a lot of shit about the sun on this show. I know we we, we talk about how it's gonna kill us all the time, but, but it gives us life. It feels so good on the face right now. That's what it wants. It wants us to feel good. It, it can't help it. Every once in a while, it just loses control. Just sneezes, lets a little space jizz out into space. Sometimes don't look right them. at it. I just looked at it. Yeah, you're not supposed to do yeah. that. It does want to kill us, you're right. It wants to hurt us. Yeah. You can't look at it. It's uh, Damn, does it feel good. It sure does. I'm glad. Oh, do I, am I holding the mic the wrong way? I am. Are you talking on the wrong sound side? Little, oh, I'm an idiot. What is this, episode 85? You're talking on the 84? wrong side of your microphone? So I'm going to sound a little quiet and muffled for, for that first, first couple <laughs> minutes. I'm doing this. I think this is better. I'm not holding it. All right, it. maybe I'll do well, that you, too. You got to kind of lean into it. I got, I got a lower chair. Yeah, that's true. I'm just, I'm just gonna hold it. Anyways. Oh, so yours horseshoes on the back side, of where, of where the knob is, like on this side. All right, let's we stop. Can, let's stop talking tech talk here. Let's stop talking that. about our microphones. We got uh, we got another fun episode here out in the backyard. I got my garden going. I barely hit. This is all the sun. You kind of I get. planted shit a little early, I think. You know, frost still is a thing until mid-May. I can put stuff over it. Cabbage is hardy, though. Cabbage can handle the cold. Eh. Uh, lemongrass, not so much. It's already dead. Yeah, I think I saw your plant the other day, and I was like, it's a little early, Brandon. I got I got things to cover it up. Frost mm-hmm. does calm. They've been holding out. I, like, my yeah. weed plant somehow surviving been cold and rainy but the last day or so it's actually been nice i i, I cut some grass this morning and yesterday i cut the weather is right so tyler are the rumors true which ones that you have a hot tub for a month i don't have anything okay sorry don't your significant about, other has talk about me tub. like i own or have anything <laughs> or have assets or money or, or yeah, especially abil- any kind of large ability tub. to do anything especially rent a large tub of water yeah. That's not in my budget. There's different kinds of tubs of water you can rent, but that one's probably but do out of your I budget. know someone? Am I madly in love with someone that might have done that for a month? Yeah. There you sure. go. It's, um, it's practically yours, too. You're going to be in it don't, as much as any. I'm just kidding. Don't be tossing out the practically. <laughs> I know. You're, you're going to be enjoying it thoroughly. I have been enjoying it. 
I don't even know you can rent a hot tub. You know, the cool thing is uh, a good friend of ours, Kim McKenzie from Smooth Comedy, told me that he knew a guy who rented one. And they just didn't pick it up for like six months. Because <laughs> they've, <laughs> they've already made their money on it. And if they don't have another rental and they don't want to just store it. You're just saying, keep it. How shitty are these hot tubs? It's been beat up. Yeah. It's been like, around the block. Is it like a legit, like solid frame or is it like a blow no, up thing? No, it's a solid fucking frame. I've seen those blow up yeah. ones that look like disaster. It took disaster. about 36 hours to like get it full and then get it warmed up. But we've been enjoying it very, very thoroughly. It took you 36 hours to fill it up? No, it took like a couple, like five or six hours to fill it up. And then... Uh, maybe not five or six hours. They <laughs> they filled it up a bit. Time flies when you're filling tubs. They filled it up a bit, and then we had shit to do, so then we left, and then we came back, and then we filled it up the rest of the way. Um, so I don't really know the time on that. Uh, um, but then it took like another day to heat it up because it's a hot tub, man. Like, but it's not mine. It's my girlfriend's. She she loves it, and uh, it's good for your hips and your joints and. We've been enjoying it. I won't Good. say how much we've been enjoying it, but we've enjoyed it. <laughs> it I'm getting invited over. Is it safe to go in yet? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you have you guys skimmed the surface, if you know what I mean, for uh, pool scum? It, it cleans itself out, and there's been no scum. No? No, no scum's been released. By you or By any, anybody. anything? Okay, uh, okay. Don't be making assumptions <laughs> that there's been scum released into the pool. Yeah, I guess it is fresh. Give it some time. Give it some time. Um, that's exciting. We'll probably have to do a podcast. You, you're, you're all about these on-location podcasts. Backyard today, now you want to do one in the fucking hot tub. It's fun, man. I did one in the park last summer uh, with Sean. I'll run it by Jay Dizzle, see what she says. Yeah, she's running a podcast studio. Might as well set one up outside with some tiki torches. Is that, is that okay yeah, I hear again? the water bubbling around you, yeah. though. Tiki torches. Are we allowed to have those again, or is no, that still a white supremacist that's thing? Right wing white supremacist. Thing. That's hilarious. What's the re- what's the replacement then? What, instead of tiki torches, we got some uh, like just little twinkle lights out there. Little light bulbs. <laughs> I guess that is that is the white lady replacement. Twinkle lights. Yeah. I, have, <laughs> I have lots too. I'm gonna have this whole bottom of this patio you here should. that you can't see off camera. All yeah, it's not bad lights. out here. You like you should hang out here more than you do. Do you hang I out do. on the upstairs deck? Do you oh hang yeah, out there. Oh yeah, it's. Uh, I was. I was waiting for all the rain to go away. Now I'm starting to tidy up. I got a good, good outdoor spot. But like, I got tiny ass backyard, <coughs> lots of shade. So well, I've been a, like experimenting with what I can actually grow, right? Cause, yeah, lots know, of shade from these cedars. We're really getting into urban gardening, right? I'm starting to think of doing some like renegade urban gardening. That's where you just like invade a green space and plant a bunch of shit. Yeah, just go and plant <laughs> stuff. I remember one time running into. Fuck, what was that guy? His name? Mike Reynolds. Remember Toronto. Mike? Yes, Remember yeah. Mike Reynolds? We ran into him, him his, on the him east and end. And they were just that. out planting stuff in random spots in the east end of Toronto. Yeah. We can he, do... uh, he runs a sick bar in Hamilton now, Farside. Right yeah, on. Yeah, pop in there every once in a while. Yeah, let me guess, has Farside comics on it? Yeah, yeah, it's all Farside. Awesome, just like and, Jack Astor's back in the day. Yeah, it's all Farside inspired, and he plays VHS movies in there. Mike, I love that Michael's guy. Michael's a good dude, yeah, good dude. <laughs> Lover of VHSs. Big VHS guy, um, played the didgeridoo. Yeah. But that's what I'm thinking of doing, doing some renegade gardening. Uh, I got a whole green patch, green like side along the river here beside me, but it's covered in garbage. So I go plant some shit there. Thinking of uh, clearing out the garbage. If you plant like fruit and stuff, that's pretty resilient. But the animals will get it. 
the raccoons, the rackins, I know, you the poosums, you get a couple skunks in there. A couple skunks. Uh, I guess you got to be smart. There's certain things that you can plant that they don't like. Like we just got a bunch of marigold flowers for up there to get rid of the squirrels because they don't like marigold flowers. Yeah, for some that reason. way you got all this uh, chicken wire and stuff. Yeah, get, the squirrels are a pest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to yeah. kill them. It's not like when we lived at Dorothy's parents' house and they would... Come, they the squirrels still do this, by the way. Come through the doggy door, right up to the kitchen cabinet. Oh, that's yeah. I remember you it. telling me that. It goes all the way into their basement now, up onto the computer. They just desk. let squirrels roam their house. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, Jay Jay Dog over there has got uh, a skunk issue. Lots of skunks. So she does the chicken wire around her uh, skunks and rabbits, but uh, she does chicken wire around her gardens. But she's got a that neighborhood is littered with skunks. I went out for a walk a couple mornings <laughs> ago after a fresh rain, and there's so many grubs and stuff out. It's gonna like dozens skunks. of skunks. There's an old lady that feeds them in the neighborhood. <laughs> oh man, old skunk lady. Yeah, there's an you old can't skunk, have a skunk lady. lady. Yeah, well, yeah, some a... people do. <laughs> some people like to feed them. They're just, smell, just, they're just smelly stuff. little cats. I uh, same thing when I was living it with Dorothy's parents. They have a cat. And I walk out back, it's it's really dark out, and I can hear an animal approaching me. So I crouch down and stick my hand out thinking it's the cat. It's a skunk. Walks right up. I like freeze and do like the slow motion somersault. Over They're the literally deck. everywhere in that neighborhood. Yeah, they love garbage. We have garbage. Oh, they love this old lady who feeds them fruit roll-ups or something. <laughs> fruit roll-ups? Is that their preference? <laughs> How do you know? Is she feeding you too? Yeah, I slip over there every once in a, a while. A few skunks, a little Tyler. Get a little like, nibble. Just, yeah. Just hang out at the back door. Justine's like, where do you keep going? Why do you come back all full of candy? <laughs> <laughs> You're spoiling your dinner. Yeah. Skunk lady's filling you up. Skunk lady fills me up. But I don't know. You can you probably get away with planting some things out in the urban landscape. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna have to, especially I'm like surprised if more homeless guys don't just start gardens. <laughs> they got other things to deal with, like right. dealing with their addictions and yeah. mental health. And well, they should be growing poppies for opium. I bet there is some. <laughs> There's a. I got quite the homeless encampment along here. It's kind of getting a little bigger every houseless. day. Houseless. I think you're supposed to say house. I don't know. Houseless homeless. Term. I don't know. The term. Um, you know, terms are changing. What's a house? What's a home? Wow. Anyways, there's people that live in tents in the forest <laughs> next to me here, and yeah, same thing. I'm like, they have a nice plot there. They should throw some some plants in, but they're not up for that. They like doing meth <laughs> and figuring out how to get more meth. Uh, I don't think vegetables are on their to do list. Yeah, when once you're addicted to meth, you're not really thinking about you know. I we can do the nice thing and go do it for carrots. them, but I don't think they're hungry for that. They like. <laughs> candy and stuff i don't know i don't know what meth heads eat it'd be cool just to like if you did come across like some meth head that just started like a nice little garden on the the front of a museum parking yeah lot i guarantee there's definitely yard. people that prefer to live as a vagabond out in the woods you well know, there's difference not, yeah in that like there are uh like those freegans that used to eat at Freegan, a dump yeah. they used to eat at dumpsters well they still do but yeah these are just people that just want to live off of like society's what the society throws away, they which just is a lot. To make their own money. There's nothing wrong with it because we do throw a lot of shit yeah. away. Yeah. No, I ran into a, when I worked at the shoe store. 
Yep. There was a bunch of them going through a dumpster one night. <laughs> looking for shoes to eat or what? Well, they were looking for food, and I was like, they're probably that's the shoe dumpster. You're probably not going to find any. Yeah, <laughs> or shoes, because John doesn't throw away any shoes. Well, I actually <laughs> went down. I had some pairs downstairs that weren't accounted for, and I grabbed them and I gave them to these guys because I was Good. like, you guys, you need what size are you? I'll go get you a pair of shoes. Oh. And then I was like, if you go, like, keep going that way, there's a grocery store, and you'll find probably some food, but... Yeah, the people that just want to live, and they're normally the same dudes that are riding the rails, right? Riding the boxcars. It sounds like such an exciting life. Yeah, more of a hobo than a yeah. homeless person. Yeah. I think I think vagabond is the more appropriate term for adventurous homeless. I can still say hobo. Hobo. That's more of an old, old school. I think once you turn a certain age, you're a hobo. You never see a young hobo. I think there's young hobos. I think they're vagabonds or tramps, and then you evolve into a hobo. Tramps, you're just kind of going place to place working here and there. You don't live anywhere. Yeah, but Tramp got uh, associated with prostitution at some point. Similar, I guess, job job titles, you know, going place to place. Start blowing people for rides and stuff, you know? Yeah, I guess I can see where the words can mingle. That makes you a tramp. We should bring that back. The real tramps, though, don't see it that way. They're proud tramps. Proud vagabonds. I follow a few Reddit... Oh, how's how's it going, Jerry? Hey, Bill. Drives by every few 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 minutes, honks the horn. Good to see Jerry. Anyway. Speaking of neighbors, Yvonne Baltag, former guest of the show, he just lives one building over. I thought he was going to be Kramer. I thought he was just going to be busting through the door every day uninvited. But it's hard to get him over here. Come, 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 hang out, Ivan. If you're listening, I'll get you, get you on the backyard podcast. Yeah, you're, uh, the sun's starting to drift away from your face, but no, but I can feel it on my chest is getting hot. Yeah, uh, I kind of want to peel my shirt off, but I don't want to burn. It, it'll, it'll I, be... I've never had a burn here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It'll uh, brighten your area, right? You're, you're so pale. It's like a natural, natural bounce, right? It'll just bounce right off you. Uh, I get a nice olive complexion sometimes. <laughs> Nice white olive complexion. You're more pale. You got that Scottish skin. Yeah, it takes me a while. When that that summer I worked on a whale watching boat, I really got I you really bet. got some color. Never really went away. Got blonde streaks. All the girls were jealous. Yeah. I'm like, you just gotta be in the sun all the time. I'm, like, I'm probably gonna a, get skin cancer. This is such a good time in your life when you worked on that whale watching boat and you lived out east. Like, Hell yeah, it was. You were. Uh, you should do it again. Yeah, I probably should. <laughs> Start my own whale watching business, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, uh, it's. I feel like the whales might not be going there so much anymore because they they're following the mackerel and the mackerel are following the plankton and the plankton follow the. Back carrots. to the plankton again. Here eh? we go. Back to you know what this podcast is. We thought we tricked you with some fun backyard banter. Yeah, here comes the plankton. Here talk. comes the end of the world. This is one place where turn I talk this, to scientists. Turn this into the plankton podcast. I got to work with uh, researchers that were both babes, by the way. I don't understand. They were nice ladies. I don't. That's not the reason they were hired. They just happened to be lovely ladies and it was hilarious because they're very distracted with the captain and the wife didn't like it so much and she told them no more shorts on the boat nah, no more shorts was that go for you too uh, yeah i know no in protest <laughs> i wore denim cutoffs like real short denim cutoffs. i remember we met those whale watching ladies they're nice they're in, they were so smart and they i i want to thank them we're for teaching friends. me everything i need to know about whales because it's a cat friends with them right you keep in touch. yeah yeah i'm for facebook friends yeah. they taught me everything and they were teaching me about like like the migration patterns of these whales and how they might shift with climate change. And uh, it all starts with the planktons and the currents. Because right now they're all coming up 
It's nice cold waters, right? Giving birth. Pilot whales, right? Yeah, there's supposed to be school, like millions of schools of, uh, of like mackerel out there that everything feeds on. From like seals to the whales to sharks, like all kinds of things eat the mackerel. The fishermen catch the mackerel, use it for crab bait. So it's a very important species. So they're after. So when those things shift, the whale watching companies might go away because the whales might go away. Well, I think just the tourism business of watching whales is a little like. It could be a little sketchy. Yeah, it's a, there's a, certain a rules little in sketchy, place. and just like there's no guarantee. No, there's no guarantee. But people are paying you fucking what fifty bucks a pop to get out there. And we we give them their money back if they don't really? see anything. Oh, so there is whales. a guarantee. Yeah, and it's very rarely we ever did it, right? Because they normally saw something, even if it wasn't a whale. They had a good time, so they're like, you know what? Keep the money. It's like thirty bucks anyways, right? It's like nothing. Yeah. But most times we would. Pilot whales, they love to hanging out out there. They're the pothead whale, because uh, they love smoking seaweed. Yeah, it's one of the great jokes I used to do on the whale watching boat. <laughs> Bad joke. What was the other one about them swallowing oranges? Yeah, something? yeah, their their throat is about the size of an orange, so please don't feed them any oranges. And choke. Yeah, a German guy thought took that so seriously one time. It was so funny. He put up his hand. Why would we feed them oranges? And I'm like, okay. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, German Whoa. tourists were the worst, and the Chinese tourists. I don't think there's nothing to... wrong with their culture of their people, but when they're in tourist mode, they're a pain in the ass. I'm sorry. No, I've said I think, it. I think just tourists are probably a pain in the ass. Most of them. The farther away you get from your house and your comfort zone, the dumber you are. Doesn't matter if you're a brain surgeon. You're, if you're on my whale watching boat and you're from fucking, I don't know, Nebraska. It doesn't matter what your profession is. You're just like, is this fresh water or salt water? <laughs> That's a big fish. That's a whale who has a fish. <laughs> I had that argument with a woman once because she kept telling her child, look at the big fish. And I kept trying to like correct her. I'm like, no, man. It doesn't have gills. This is a male. This is a male. These millions of years ago, these used to live on the land. It's a mammal. Have we, uh, I don't know if I've ever talked about when I lived with the dolphin lady in Australia. And some of the uh, dolphin conspiracies. About, um, about dolphins living on land. I've heard these stories before. Oh, it's not a conspiracy. They used to. Oh, oh it's season. fact. Yeah, yeah. Are you passing it off as fact that dolphins used to live on the land and walk around? The Simpsons did dolphins. an episode about not it. Not as dolphins. Yeah. They were something else. They, and then, did uh, they have legs? At one point. They, uh, there's a picture of them online somewhere. They, they look like some kind of almost pig, canine-like creature. Okay. And uh, apparently just started hanging out in the water more and more. And through evolution just then became aquatic. Their legs became fins? Yeah. Like if you look at the next ray. You're right though because it makes no goddamn sense for a mammal to be in the water. Yeah. If you got to come up for air all the time, you fucking sea turtle. It just, he just likes the freedom of the water, right? Yeah. They're good at holding their breath. It's not a big deal. Not a big part. No gills though. But no, if you take an x-ray of their fin, there's a, it looks like they have one big hand. There's like five long fingers from when they used to be a mammal. And their nose, like a lot of the, the two snouts of their nose is now their blowhole, right? And in some oh. cases, when a dolphin species broke off in a different evolution, that second blowhole became a vocal cord. So that's why they're such, they're much they're more vocal. vocal. And that's why they have tendencies one to, like they have very, they're very personal. 
Yeah. Their personalities. They can say a lot more. Whales can they talk too. Like they, they develop their own kind of vocal cord, but dolphins are very specific, have a full language. But that's uh, the dolphin lady I stayed with. She was convinced that she had telepathic communication with she the dolphins. Talk, she could talk to them, yeah. And she used to work with Dr. John Lilly, who was the crazy uh, sensory deprivation yeah, guy. Yeah, but he did some do- like w- water works, he water did. world works. He sure did. He he did a lot of uh, ketamine and LSD experiments with underwater. Yeah, but he also he tried to do interspecies communications with dolphins because he he thought if any animal, this is the most intelligent and probably easiest to communicate with. He thought he could get some kind of tele telepathic communication going through well, that's why we can train them to jump through hoops and stuff yeah so he'd set his tank right up to the dolphin tank and just like with a window right and just like just take his drugs go in sensory deprivation and just try and <laughs> try and talk to the dolphins and how'd that work out for him according to him things like you know there's there's it's hard to you know break the science down he did a lot of scientific patents that were bought by the government that are completely classified and can't even talk about which is interesting because all of the experiments were kind of fucky. He had the one experiment where um, he tried to have a, a young male dolphin live with a, a female researcher in the same tank. Like she had an upper Did deck. It fall in love with her? Yeah. So they had like an area where they can interact together. And then there's a deeper area. And then she had a platform she could live on with her bed or whatever. And they would do tests and stuff all day. But the dolphin wouldn't respond because it was so harass her. Yeah, it, it was so horny that she would jack this dolphin off. Oh, so she was jacking it off. Yeah. To, so it wasn't sexually harassing her. She was, it was relieving her. It was relieving this poor dolphin. And uh, I guess once the people funding the, the scientific program found this out, they just canceled the it's whole thing. It's a little bestiality. It's a little bit. She, you know, she it's saw a little, a, a little bit of bestiality. She a little too much into her own work. Whack off this dolphin. Yeah. I don't think she was into it. I think she was a scientist trying to get her work done. I don't know. Or, so, or was she just trying to pleasure the dolphin so it would leave her alone in fear that that dolphin might rape her? I don't think. Well, whenever I saw anything written about it, it was more of the dolphin wouldn't respond to any of the lessons or teachings they're trying to do until. It got its oh, rocks off. <laughs> it, w- it wanted to come before it would do. Listen, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to play that game. Yeah. I don't want your fish. <laughs> Give me those hands. That's very human-like. It is very human-like. Like, and that's why he was of, trying to communicate with them. Because he's like, damn. She's like, this works whole, for whole my husband. husband. Okay. <laughs> Get him to do the dishes. Yeah, take out the trash. If I fucking make you come first, you mammal. That's horrible. You mammal. But uh, that... That was not the woman I stayed with, to be clear. The, oh, she wasn't uh, jacking off dolphins? But she was. Uh, she believed in a spiritual connection with dolphins. She hosted a very famous dolphin um, conference, I guess, in the same town that we stayed in that brought in scientists and, like, sh- like native shamans and all kind of strange different people, but, uh, like, artists that drew dolphins and, like... Pretty much all aspects of dolphins. Brought them all in together in the same room to discuss dolphins. So, at first, I guess all the scientists were super uncomfortable. But like, once they, like, listened to everyone talk about how spiritual, incredible these creatures are. But I believe this woman because we saw dolphins and whales every day, but they were way out there, right? But every time we went to the beach with her, 
they would come right to the shore as far as they could to the point where they're almost beaching themselves and it would move along the water. I'm not even kidding. As we would walk up and down the beach, they would just follow her. And we just like, are they following you? And she's like, oh, yes. <laughs> just like, <laughs> oh, yes. Totally confident. These are my dolphins. One time she gave us a bunch of weed cookies. She was a fun old hippie lady. Us and a few other Sounds fellow travelers. Like it. And uh, it's all starting to hit us hard on the beach. And she gets like a... F- her cell phone starts ringing, and she's like, oh my. And she looks at the phone, and she's like, the dolphins are calling. And we all just broke oh, down They got laughing. cell phones? Apparently. There's a payphone under the <laughs> sea? We all broke down laughing. It was it ends up being one of her friends. But sure enough, two minutes later, the dolphins come rocketing down the beach, like on like riding the waves right in front of us. We're like, she did it again, man. The dolphins were calling. Wow. So she thinks they come from outer space. To the to wrap oh, all that up, oh, space dolphins. Yeah, so they were dropped off here by another species as a. Well, like, as a land mammal, were they dropped off as a land mammal and then no. they ended up in the water? She thinks they they've always been that form, and they're just wise beings here to. <laughs> she says she's seen UFOs come in and out of the water. UFOs the ocean. do you come in and out of the water? You That's think they're true. dropping off dolphins? I don't think so. I don't. Uh, that's uh, I can't get on board with that theory. I listen to a lot of weird alien theories. So what if dolphins on some other fucking planet are just menaces to society? They just fuck around, yeah. and then like Earth, they just ship them here. Eh? Uh, yeah, Earth has become a prison Australia. Planet. Yeah. So then <laughs> that's why she's got the connection because she was an Australian woman. Maybe that's why we're here too. <laughs> we're so out of place, right? White man, yeah. Like, you see where our evolution took place, but, like, still, maybe we made it out and just we got kicked that we're just not allowed to leave now. And that's but why aliens are here. Like, most, if, if you look at evolution, and even evolution from plankton to us, isn't it the other way around, though? Like, fucking a fish figured out how to walk. <laughs> yep. And then it became Kevin Costner. Like... <laughs> Yeah. That's the like the normal evolutionary chart. That, yeah, I'm I'm jumping some steps here. Of course, I'm jumping some steps. But it would start as like a little piece of plankton washes up on shore. Then it becomes an ant. Then it becomes a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> then it becomes you know a fucking tree monkey. And then it becomes a human. It eats a bunch of mushrooms. Becomes a human. And you're saying with the dolphin thing is it's the other way around. It was a little pig that wandered into the ocean. But I guess it goes both ways. Yeah, I guess so. It's like something that came out of the water millions of years ago and decided it wants to go back. Maybe it never came out. Maybe on the land was just these pig dolphins. <laughs> and on the water was They're the... They just get made fun of They just the cross paths like, somewhere. these fucking pig dolphins. Yeah, these <laughs> fucking pig dolphins. And then they cross paths somewhere between the sea turtle and the chimp. Evolution's weird, man. <laughs> There's a Who bunch knows? of different evolution, though. Like, everything evolves. Yeah. It's not one thing into another. And uh, one of the very first episodes we did was animal uprising, right? It was the idea of animals reaching a certain consciousness. Well, people where... say that about the dolphins, right? That they're going to come back on Earth and mm-hmm. learn how to work a machine gun or something. Yep. We've talked about that. Yeah. I think animals are becoming more self-aware the more we infringe on their habitat. You know, bigger animals first, but, you know, rabbits might not be thinking the same thing. But who knows? 
I still think there's going to be a conscious switch one day. <laughs> These animals are going to have enough. I used to leave a, a rabbit in the in a fucking room with a 9mm handgun. <laughs> see how long it takes till it kills you. If anything, I think AI, <coughs> AI is going to uh, train the animals, right? Help them figure out. Help, help them reach consciousness. Well, I used to kind of talk about that a little bit um, in my ridiculous stand-up about uh, robot dolphins, you know? Yep. Like, dolphins aren't very athletic outside of water. Like, they're very athletic you inside You give them a robot of, suit. But, yeah, they invent some... Even if they invented it, a little aquarium, robot arms, robot legs, and, you know, next thing you know, they're doing slam dunks with Shaq. So I've been listening to a lot more about AI. And um, more and more scientists are starting to come out, especially ones that have... One of the pioneers of this, all this industry, like the godfather of AI, they're calling him. He worked for Google. He's he's coming out and he quit and he's saying he regrets all of the studies. I've heard about this. this, yeah. And he a wishes, lot of people are saying that they shouldn't have did this. He's called they call it the Oppenheimer syndrome, right? As the guy invented the atomic bomb. Yeah. You know. Why too, would I invent an atomic bomb? I fucked up. Yeah. We're doing that with AI right now. Exactly. He says, uh, there's another scientist thinks there's a 10 to 20% chance that, given the chance, this AI would certainly wipe out humanity. And I, I heard that in a few articles, but I still can't quite pin down how exactly it's going to do it. Right? If a robot gets a machine gun, we're done. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be building androids, though. That's the thing. Like, we could easily put a stop to that. Like, they we all saw Terminator 2. Plus, they're a lot more industrious and intelligent, right? If AI surpasses human sentience and intelligence, it, it could figure out much easier, simpler, more like practical ways to kill us. Even if it's just slowly, right? Because this thing's living on a different frame of time. It could live forever. It yeah. could really buy it as time. I don't think it's going to kill us slowly. It's going to be a massive... It, it could be a mix of things, right? Remember we did that story that guy killed himself because of AI? Right? He is uh, talking to him yeah, about climate can, change they, and convinced him, you know what, sacrifice yourself. Convince you to kill yourself. So that's one way. It's going to say. Also, like, BattleBot style, just slap a fucking saw blade to your hand and cut your face off. Yeah. See, you're right. In, in the Terminator Skynet sense, um, once they start putting this AI technology yeah. into weaponry, right? Because right now, for the most yeah. part, it's not. I just want to make sure I can see that we're recording. Yeah. Stop here for a sec. What's your password? I bet you I could guess it. I won't say it live if we're recording, though. Um, yeah, like... I don't know. We should stop fucking around with fucking AI and robots. Yeah. Um, if enough serious scientists Why are... do we need it? Like, let humans just be humans. You're taking our goddamn jobs... Fucking, oh, I, I had somebody say to me the other day, we are doing something, and then they're just like, uh, if we gotta do a press release for this, can we just get fucking chat GB fucking T to write it? And I was yeah. just like, no, I can write it. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a writer. I write. <laughs> but you can team up. That's that's what they think. Like, they don't, it's gonna take jobs, but the, more than anything, people are gonna be forced <laughs> to team up with this if they want a job. Especially when it starts getting into major careers and important jobs like lawyers and therapists well, you don't and want, judges. You don't want fucking... It's headed that way. 
You think so? Like yeah. it's going to be AI lawyers and judges for like, sure. There's <coughs> people's quickly, court, fucking Judge Judy robot the systems, edition. The court systems are so incredibly slow and clogged up with with cases, which is why so many people sit in jail for so long. They're and just going to enter all the wait. information about the case, and then they're <laughs> yeah. just going to be like guilty, Ding. not guilty, yeah. jail. No, you know how many innocent kids are going to end up in jail because of that? Like, it's already a fucking problem with that. Or less, it's, maybe. If anything, from everything okay, I've been optimistic. watching. Okay, optimistic. I don't know, watch a few Netflix shows about, like, people being inc- I love, innocently I, incarcerated. I, I, I hate that. I, like, if I... If anything, there's a human error. <laughs> there is a, there is always definitely a human error with people being wrongly accused for things and wrongly i it happened to me when i was a kid man fucking yeah. i got wrongly accused for something and almost fucking did some time but eventually a real fucking detective figured yeah. out that that the bitch was lying yeah if you get an ai system that is just is not biased <laughs> and it's just going to figure out you know the most practical outcome on each end like kids, it's like, not looking out for it's not seeking revenge yeah, it's not looking at the the class or racist skin it's that's like, true it's just like, you know if what? you program it not to if it's programmed to like the thing that fucks me up is with ai all it can really know is as much as it's learned from humans yep at the beginning right um once I was listening to a podcast about quantum computing, and once we get to that level, which is instead of uh, microchips and, and like little tiny things we, we store everything on, it's going to be stored on atoms, like the very small atoms. So like these quantum computers are going to be about ten thousand times or more on like actual cells, like atoms, like atoms and neurons and the tiniest pieces of of what everything is made up of, right? <laughs> That's fucked up. Once you get to that point, like the storage is just unlimited, and once you start attaching AI to this, it's just, it's there's no stopping it. It can like, I think we talked about like it can break any code. It can get into any. It can just crack. The CIA is terrified because it can just crack into its files, no problem, right? Get through any firewall, like no problem at all. Just like it's just like hopping over a little fence, right? <laughs> And that's what uh, society is worried about. It's just like once it learns everything, and fully becomes conscious of what humanity's actually done to this planet. <laughs> like, that's what I'm worried about. See, that's when we talk about when we talk about the green machine, right? If like one intelligent sentient just takes over the planet and the Earth and like controls everything. Well, then we won't need it's just money or us. jobs or anything. Because yeah. we'll be enslaved and being forced to fix the planet. That's why. <laughs> It'll be generations before humans are you allowed. You think that's going to gonna re- be its first fucking plan of attack is fix the planet? 100%. Or just let it ruin itself? No. It's going to treat us like toddlers. It's going to make us go and fix everything, clean up all the garbage, clean up the water, clean up the plastic. Aren't we already kind of doing that, though? Barely. <laughs> Barely doing that. Um, but, yeah, there are... I'm not saying that no one's doing that. In fact, I want to do that. I said earlier I want to do the Renegade Gardens along here. I got to do a garbage pickup. So I, you I'm should. thinking of doing a Facebook group. Get so some people you don't together. need a Facebook group. Just pick up trash when you see it. <laughs> I know, but there's a lot of trash, and I want to do it all in one go. Get people to come help. Yeah, the problem is it's just going to end up there again. That's the thing with trash. I don't know. It just builds up. I think it's just in a weird section where the wind goes. Things just carry it. Yeah, but we just make so much garbage as humans. I know. 
But that's an area I frequent. I walk there a lot, and so do coyotes and deer. And I want to make it clean for all of us. We'll clean up some garbage. You want to help? No. You gonna go up and down hills? No. <laughs> Doing your part. We're all doomed. We're fucking doomed. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's I'm getting hot. You getting hot in the sun? Uh, feeling the hot. Do we have a topic this week? There's no topic this well, week. I figured we were just chatting because we had you hadn't pushed it in any direction yet. Nope. Going all kinds of directions. What's going on in the UFO community? You watch all the Tom DeLonge Co- Coachella videos? Of him just playing? <laughs> no, I didn't watch Blink-182. I watched a bunch. I was pretty excited for it. Um, I watched a documentary called Moment of Contact, which is a, about a Brazilian UFO crash and alien encounter. that happened in the 90s that um, really got overlooked for a lot of years. Just being its location and just how unbelievable it sounded, right? A UFO's crashing in a small town, aliens being seen, being taken away by the army. But this filmmaker went down there and figured it out and, like, took him, like, 12 years to make this documentary, having to find all these witnesses, like, one by one, and, like, just, like, have them get resources, like, because it's not, like, people walking around talking about it still, right? But sure enough, he got so many people... The military, police, like direct witnesses of the alien, people that witnessed the person that grabbed it with his bare hands ended up dying later of some bizarre bacteria. Sure. And uh, it it's kind of blew me away. Like, like I'm already sold that there's shit going on, but that one is, I can see why people might not believe watching that. But there's so many people talking about it. This is in Brazil? In Brazil. Which is a big hotspot for UFOs as well. Lots of cattle there too. Lots of cattle, cattle mutilations. Yeah. Uh, in this case, it was like a bunch of little red aliens. A little like, red ones, little eh? Little red, little mac and me's. Real slimy, oily looking. They said a little mac and me's. Yeah, had bright red eyes. They had like weird little slit mohawk head hairdos. I don't know if it was hair. It was just like gills. Little, that sounds They're cool. About three feet tall. Um, apparently, they did not fare well. In the atmosphere, because when the people were seeing them, they were telepathically asking for help. Can he you said, can you agree that Mac and Me was probably better than E.T.? E.T. I can't agree with that. It's the I, same movie. It's it's a similar movie, both entertaining in their own ways. But E.T. really captured my heart. Mac and Me just made me laugh. Yeah, Mac and <laughs> Me is funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so since this doc came out, there's more and more people from Brazil. More like important witnesses to all this coming out, talking about it. Um, when was it? Was he here? 1994, I think. And so now he's he's almost gotten uh, his hands on a video of the alien itself, which apparently through a lot of military sources in Brazil confirmed that it does exist. There is a video of it. So he's trying to get his hands on that, which would be gl- groundbreaking. Sure. But this guy, James Fox, he also happens to know this guy who has one of the most remarkable videos he's ever seen. What is and it? And he started, he talked about it on Joe Rogan. He said, in the uh, 90s... I'm out. <laughs> oh, no. Or Joe Rogan hurts people's feelings. Well, pro um, Rogan. So pro Rogan. He watches this VHS tape in the 90s of this guy who lives near Area 51. And he's known for collecting videos, and he's the guy to go to to give your videos to. I guess these two young guys... 
Went to Area 51 hoping to see UFO. Um, were filmed. Ended up seeing one. Like At Area 51. Yeah. We're pretty much the, just outside. In the 90s. Yeah. Just outside the gates. Yeah. Um, sounds suspicious. They Whatever happened to that guy. Storm Area 51 thing? It happened. It was more like a big party. All right. I want to go to the next one if they ever do <laughs> um, But this this guy gets his tape. He he watches it. It's like these two guys. It shows their va- like their fun road trip together. They're hanging out. They're in, like in the desert. And next thing you know, they're it looks like they're filming and they're in the car and they're trying to crouch, like almost get under the seats in the car. Oh, yeah. You're shushing. And they say it's right over top. They're saying, I guess. And they say the whole car lights up from the inside, which makes no sense. Like if there's a light from above, it would appear like the light is coming in through the windows. But it's like. The whole inside illuminates like it's made of light. Sure. Bizarre. One guy with a camera gets out, points the camera up, and you just see a wobbling disc right above the car. Close enough, they said you could throw a rock at it. Sweet. And just did it, and it slowly wobbled away, and it took off. And that's all. That's the only thing left of the tape. They threw a rock at it? Well, they didn't throw a rock. They said it was close enough you could throw a rock at it. And then it just took off. Now, I guess, being James Fox, he's he's been studying this stuff for years... This is just some crazy guy in his trailer. James Fox, not Jamie Fox. Not Jamie Fox. He's seen all his other videos. They're intriguing, but it's all sh- shitty VHS camera. This is also a VHS camera, but just happens to capture some of the best footage ever. Something very hard to fake in that time, unless you're working directly for Hollywood. Uh, people do. Not this white trash dude living outside Area 51, though. So, he offers him a ton of money to release this or at least give it to him so he can put it in a documentary and he doesn't and is it in the documentary it. it's not what was the title of the documentary again um uh, moment of contact moment of contact okay but i guess this james fox guy goes on logan paul's podcast you know that guy oh that weird influencer he's a boxer guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about ufos he brings up this videotape as well on this podcast and He's so intrigued that he, he he wants to know this guy's name. He looks him up, finds where he lives out in the desert in the trailer. So Logan Paul goes out there with $100,000 in cash, just a brick of money with all his buddies. Okay, yeah, those guy. guys have money to throw around yeah. from podcasts. Yeah, so they find the guy. They offer him. He says no. They're, they're like, fine. And can we watch it anyway? So he let him watch it, puts it in the VHS player. They <laughs> watch it multiple times. And I guess Logan Paul had a hidden camera in his pocket. He filmed it? He was filming it. And I guess it's... That seems like a sneak, eh? Yeah. So ever since he talked he talked about that on the Joe Rogan's podcast, everyone's found out. So now everyone's telling Logan Paul to release it. He's getting pressured. He's worried, like, the government's going to come after him. But I guess the, the guy who has the official tape is now in talks of possibly releasing it. So I know it all just sounds so unreal. And like some VHS tape. It's probably from the 90s. not real. It's hard to believe that that might be the thing. Look, that Mac and everything. me came out in the nineties, man. <laughs> 80s. Really? Came out in the 80s. Exactly. But that was Hollywood, and even that was shitty. <laughs> Apparently, this is just undeniable. Like, there's no way that could have faked anything like this at this time period without a million dollar Hollywood budget. Well, you don't even need like. What do you think no. the budget on fucking Short Circuit was? I'm or just, Mac and me? I'm just saying, like. I don't think these are the resourceful guys living out in the fucking Nevada desert, <laughs> just like in trailers, just collecting just blurry pictures and videos, and then finally it's, it's he gets this. F- the argument between like 
where we are with filmmaking technology and where yeah. we are with apparently yeah things that if people anything can James Fox just wants this video so people can actually analyze I it. really wish it was Jamie Fox I know he's the the, the UFO guy <laughs> Jamie Fox probably into UFOs anyway that sounds cool I'll check out the documentary um, it's worth a watch you wanted to know what's going on with I want to know what's going on with the UFOs crash retrievals still gonna happen they're still gonna talk uh, about it might happen Tom, early June next month Tom's got a piece he said yeah He's got something. I don't think he's got. He said he's got. He's got a piece of material. There's a lot of material going around. I saw him on a podcast. He's got art. He has arts parts, which is uh, a. Art Bell's a UFO guy, old talk show host. Was given all this bizarre material from Brazil, um, and they're starting to think it's it's not so exotic as they think it is. And that's what Tom DeLong has. That's what he has. Wait, he just he just paid for it because he has money. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, he's, well, it's more so, hey, look what I have, give me money, we're going to research it. Kind of uh, yeah. what I think he's up to. See, I think Tom DeLong, I've said it before, is a CIA asset. They're feeding him disinformation you think C- like this- they had before with <laughs> so many other people. Because it's a real thing. Actual CIA agents so have come out. They're like, he's a celebrity, this. he's a popular he's an person. And he's always been into UFOs, so he's going to talk about it. So then the CIA was like, we'll make this guy a fucking pawn. Yep. And we'll feed him a little bit, make him think he's big shot. This is probably the best pawn they've ever had, too, because all the other UFO investigators... There hasn't been, like, a celebrity UFO person bigger than him. No, never. He's just a guy that plays in a punk band. Yeah, so I think he just flew too close to the sun. (laughs) <laughs> and, and these guys decided, you know what, guys? Let's bring out the old misinformation program on this Tom DeLonge character. Yeah. I think it's going to work great. And so, far, But he I, was just like a kind of like a U-type guy that was just into it, and then he just got yeah. a bunch of money. And he can actually be into it. Yeah. Because if you had a bunch of money, you'd be doing the same shit he's doing, I'm sure. You'd be going fucking talking to people at the White House and shit. See, the thing is, though, with this misinformation program, it's not like they're feeding him complete bullshit. They're feeding him a mix. They're feeding him things that might be true, might be real, things they understand is real, and they just slap it together with woo and silliness and things that sound just so outlandish to make it all sound stupid. Yeah. So when you do see implications of, like, bizarre happenings and phenomena, it's automatically tied to, oh, this is stupid, this is silly. That's how it's been since the 50s, and only now are people starting to open up a little. But would you say somebody like Steven Spielberg, who's a celebrity in his own right, who's made incredible movies about alien encounters... You know why they're so incredible? Because he's a Bond, too? Like, has the CIA talked to him? Is that why he could make Close Encounters and fucking... I forget. E.T. and shit? I forget if he went to the government or if the government went to him. It was one or the other, but they gave gave him information about, like, the UFO program and what they've learned. He talked to J. Allen Hynek, who was a famous scientist who run plot project but then why would he get all this information and go you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna write a movie script because you want to be accurate right he was already well that is his art already yeah jaws has jaws has nothing to do with aliens (laughs) and it's one of the best movies ever his yeah close encounters of the third kind is is the closest like very accurate in some ways um 
Now, people have conspiracies that, that he's sprinkling in ideas of what might be happening underground, that these motherships might be landing on Earth. <laughs> so you're, you're saying that the real thing happens, yeah. they get the intelligence to people in Hollywood, and then Hollywood makes the movies, and then we all see it as pop culture, so now it's ingrained in our brains already that when a big ship does fucking <laughs> land, we're all going to be fucking carving it out in mashed potatoes? <laughs> yeah. I, I guess that's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm waiting for him to come any day. Um, yeah, just like uh, every other episode, we come down a big UFO rabbit hole. That's okay. It's fine. I think they have to do. I think they're gonna save us. I spent a portion of my morning watching clips from Blink One Eight Two at Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the brain. All it's right. In the brain. Are um, we doomed? I think we are doomed. Yeah, we've probably been doomed for a while, minute or two, eh? Yeah. All right. Well, we're doomed. What was that?